Welcome to Dear So-and-So, a phone call between friends where we offer up advice that no one has asked for, except today, people have asked for it. And we're only going to answer their questions. (laughs) That's it. That's it. We are only going to answer their questions. I don't remember what the rest of the intro is, but my name is Alyssa Bloomstein. (laughs) Uh, My name is Steph (laughs) Karp. And this is Dear So-and-So. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much to everybody who wrote in. There, it's and who continues I'm, to write in. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, we've had some. I think in every episode for yeah. several weeks now. I think that I always expected a friend or two to write in, but I yeah. never expected that we would continue to get write-ins from friends yes. and people who it is not clear who you are. Um, and so thank you to yeah. to everyone. Truly, truly. I don't know how. It's sometimes when I say thank you, I feel like I'm sounding disingenuous. Not uh, at all. Alyssa great. is genuine. Which should we read first? Which one delights you the most? I think that Keck mm-hmm. uh, delights great. me the most. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So this is signed Keck or K-E-C. Dear so-and-so, thank you for your service to my podcast playlist. You're welcome, Keck. You're welcome. (laughs) As you may have guessed, I have a burning need for advice. I live next to a celebrity chef and will respect their privacy by not divulging any further details other than the fact that they have a very popular show everyone is talking about. Oh, man, who is it? (laughs) Here is... Oh my god! Hold on, we'll 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 circle back. We'll circle back. Exactly. Here's where I need advice. I want to watch the show so I can enjoy the content and be socially relevant again. But I feel deeply uncomfortable watching when I know they are next door. (laughs) Even worse, my upstairs neighbors have mentioned they can hear the celebrity chef through the walls sometimes. Wow! Wow! I have never heard any neighborly activity, but uh, but would I need to watch with headphones on? Or do I just blast this show and get over it? Any and all device welcome. XO, XO, CAC, PS. Hey, Mona! Exclamation hey, Mona. point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Um, man. Mona's gotta, got fans. Yeah, we got to find like a channel through which to get Mona all of her fan mail. Um, <laughs> Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pouring in in droves via via messages, via texts, via dear so and so pizza. Yeah. She's she's beloved. Okay, I know. Um, it's so great. Apparently, to be socially relevant is to watch this celebrity chef show now. And yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't either. Wow, there is. I'm so there, there are a few things that are certainties here. Okay, this yeah. person writing to us lives in New York or LA. Yep. My guess would be New York yep. based upon just sort of like shitty Density thin walls. And yeah. Lots of people <laughs> yeah. being able to hear your neighbors. Granted, yeah. plenty of people in plenty LA live, live in like apartment buildings well. like me with shitty thin walls. Yeah, I know exactly. everything my neighbor is up to. Sorry. Lucky you. Um. <laughs> I'm sure her life is fascinating. It's cool. Um, yeah, she's a great person. I like her. New York is full of celebrities, but the expectation is that you as a New Yorker will be so cool that you do not even give a fuck. My th- my inkling was that L.A. doesn't operate exactly like that, that like maybe in L.A. it's like a little more OK to fangirl or fan person a celebrity, but I might be totally wrong. I think what it is is there's just more suspicion 
suspicion about it because in LA you're always working. Like mm. what I understand to be the difference between LA and New York in the showbiz world is that like in New York, yeah, you have like showbiz time, but like when you're walking to the bodega, <laughs> you're just walking to the bodega. But like when you're walking to the corner store in LA, you're also like on a phone, on a pitch <gasps> meeting via your Bluetooth. Like it's not okay. about like fan fan celebrity. It's just like is someone talking to you at this party talking to you because they want you as like a producer <gasps> oh, on okay. their next project? Are they but trying like to butter you But like in LA, if you get- saw a celebrity that you really liked, would mm-hmm. you like? Would you feel comfortable going up to them? Like, do, would people confront celebrities? I don't know because like yeah. I waited on Michael J. Fox. I just yeah. had to like pretend he was any like a normal person. And then did I tell you this when he paid? The card said Michael A. Fox, <gasps> and I was like, really? I was. It's like, have I fallen into an alternate universe? Like, I yeah. had a, a real freak out. I was oh, my like, God. Who is this? Like, who is I Michael had to, a. Fox? a. Fox? I had to Google it. It really Michael's freaked me. A. Fox. <laughs> did you Michael. find out that he invented the J as a middle? You bet he did. Oh, my God. <laughs> Because the name yeah. Michael a Fox is, is not absurd. Good. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Did you know that I had a friend named Stephen A. Person? <laughs> <laughs> so this doesn't really relate back, but I guess I guess why I why I sort of like asked this time and place related thing uh-huh. is like the feeling in New York is a little bit more like maybe I wouldn't want my neighbor to know. Like I want to be like more cool. This one's so hard for me. Is it? <laughs> I think just do whatever. I was at one of my favorite little Korean restaurants and LCD sound system was on the stereo and then LCD sound system (laughs) came in and the owner like booked it to the back to change change the the music. Yeah, good, 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 good. But like, how is that? So then that, I, I guess I'm just sort of unsure how to wade through the world of celebrity. Ask yourself this, Alyssa, if you were hanging out in your thin walled New York apartment and you heard our podcast come on their speakers like you heard the the theme music like roll in and like accept like you know um uh get louder would you be like psyched or would you be like oh god oh god i have to leave i have to shut my ears like this is really i would be terrible. excited the first time yeah yeah it would be rad yeah. to to like feel like we had fans i would be upset yeah the fifth time okay so this is our advice for kec you should blast this show one time (laughs) and then and then you should continue to watch the rest of them if you're especially like if you're gonna sit down and just like blow through them like pandemic style oh yeah 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 establish you're a fan but then then yeah establish you're not a super fan yeah exactly (laughs) read me another all right okay okay i would like to read you this one from mattress mary oh mary mary All right. Dear so-and-so, my partner and I didn't have money for a long time, and we took hand-me-downs from other people, clothing, Mm -hmm. books, furniture, etc. We had the opportunity to get a queen-size mattress, but it's one many would have said no thank you to. It's Mm -hmm. a comfortable, decent mattress, but it looks disgusting. There are black mildew spots and unknown fluid stains abound. Okay. We, th- we threw a mattress cover on it and just ignored it. Out of sight, out of mind. But we finally have the money to get a new mattress, 
but we are so embarrassed about throwing out the old mattress, we don't want our neighbors to think we're disgusting. Our yard isn't the most well-kempt, and we worry that this horrific mattress will give them reason to judge us. This is a mixed neighborhood, some really nice houses, some rundown places that definitely seem to have an illicit, seem to have illicit activity happening. The city mm-hmm. we live in has a drug problem, and we are worried our neighbors will think we have some sort of drug den. How do we get rid of this mattress without inviting criticism? We could take it to the dump ourselves, but our cars aren't quite big enough. And frankly, we'd rather have someone else deal with it. It's easy. It's free and easy through the city waste disposal. Are we having a crisis of imagination? <laughs> Steph's favorite line. I love okay. that they quoted us back to. Th- oh, my God. I, just I know. It's so it referential. Okay. It really makes my heart pitter. Well, it just makes me feel like, oh, my God, we have fans. Like, and we've created a world in which, like, fans like the world we've created. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. Our, anyway, I just, oh, my God. Thank you so much. Nothing has made me happier all week. <laughs> Are we having a crisis of imagination? Is the only answer to take it to the dump ourselves? Signed, Mattress Mary. Some cities do offer, like, recycling programs for your mattress. I don't know if that gets rid of the problem of having to put it out on the street. What do you Um, mean? Like, they'll come carry it out of your house? I'm not sure. Like, this person just talks about that their city, like, will pick it up and, or, yeah, like, like you just call the, the, the waste dump. management company and say, also, I guess my I'm just trying say, to be Great. green for a moment and okay. say, before we even tackle this problem of embarrassment, oh, I see. Please look into different ways you can get rid of your mattress. Mattresses end up in landfills and are, like, hugely toxic. Uh, um, no. And so it's, it's just like a bummer. Anyways, that doesn't really address this. I see two options. Yeah. One, you do the thing that I see a lot in New York, which is you wrap your mattress in plastic yep. and tape it up and then you write no bed bugs <laughs> <laughs> to signify there are no, no bed, bed bugs. bugs. Yeah. Or you do the complete opposite thing, which is you put the mattress out, stains it all, and you circle the stains and you put little arrows acknowledging what they're from. Yeah, you're like, this, this one's tea. Don't worry right. about it. This, this one, one, yeah. Cool, cool sex And exper- it sounds like experience. They, yeah, super yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. totally worth it. Fun, um, fun, weird sex thing we got into. Consensual. Everyone got off. Everyone's you know, good. You, yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I, okay. I like that. I like, they would have to make it up, I think, because they, it's secondhand to them. So, like, like, sure. But I, I think make it up, have some fun. You're creative right. people. You aren't having a crisis of imagination. You can tap into your imagination. You got this. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, like, you say you threw a mattress cover on it when you used it. Just throw it out with the mattress cover with still the on mattress it. With the mattress cover. With the mattress cover on. Yeah. Do you judge people's trash? No. <laughs> have you ever? No. <laughs> It's in the trash. No. Like they've already they've already decided like, oh, this doesn't deserve a place in our home. It deserves a place in the trash. I'm yeah. not, you know, like why would I judge their trash? Yeah. I'm I'm with you. Like I think there's a likelihood that probably in some communities people are judging trash. I mean, I have an entire Instagram devoted to printers in people's trash. And when yes. I see those printers yes. out in people's trash, I don't immediately think you're supposed to recycle your printers, which is true. They're yeah. not supposed to end up in a landfill. I think, yeah, printers are the weakest link in technology. Throw that thing in the garbage. Yeah, it's garbage. It's a Get garbage. Get rid of that thing. dead yeah. tech. Yeah. Sure. And then you put it on printers are the winkest link. Um, yeah. You can Instagram find account. it on Instagram. It, there's, <laughs> exactly. You've like been interviewed about this Instagram account. Like this is like a very you, public Instagram account. You bet I have by Vice. 
by mother by the motherboard by motherboard yeah exactly i love the idea that like motherboard just like didn't have any new tech release to like write about for the day and they were like i guess i guess guess somebody's been documenting dead tech so like it's a wednesday let's cover it fuck it you're right leave the mattress cover on i do it 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 sounds like it makes you uncomfortable what your neighbors think of you like i i I gotta say a little bit like with the problem that people have been having around sharing names with porn stars and um, porn performers like this sucks like we just we we judge we hate poor people and we judge them yes yeah it's a mattress it's gross that's i mean what's gross is that we hate poor people so much what's not gross (laughs) is your mattress and you throwing it out it's fine yeah your mattress sounds normal Sounds yeah. totally normal. Sounds totally normal. Mattress. Yeah. Totally normal. Throw it away. But yeah, I say I say if if it alleviates your anxiety, wrap it up. Just wrap it up. Well, you're just going to throw out that mattress cover anyway. So yeah. it's just no skin off your nose. I mean, it's yeah. fine. Just do it. Got it. Do okay, it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> We're blasting through these. Okay. This is signed Miffed by a Rose. That's so good. I know. It's a wonderful name. Recently, my partner, Dog, and I went on a morning trip. We returned and found our porch swept clean and tidied up. A watering can was tucked neatly out of the way. The broom was prominently propped against the wall, and a dying rose in a plastic bottle uh, was in my camping chair's cup holder. A dying rose in a plastic bottle was in my (laughs) camping chair's cup holder. I know. It's poetic. (sighs) This felt very violating. Someone purposely came onto our property when we were away and spent time in our home and this person touched our belongings without permission or our knowledge in the middle of a pandemic we don't spend a lot of time maintaining our front yard it's where a dog poops because it is fenced in and easy to let her out at night we do regularly clean up the poop as a smell courtesy (laughs) for our next door neighbors with whom we are on excellent terms great we don't garden in the front and our curb appeal quote unquote is lacking yeah is this a judgmental neighbor trying to send us a a message a well-intentioned family teaching their child about neighborly values a mentally ill transient person who tidies and leaves gifts someone playing a joke our biggest fear or i'm sorry or my biggest fear a stalker or serial killer Mm -hmm. is someone Mm -hmm. watching the house what actions can we take to deal with this i don't even know what this is (laughs) (laughs) that's the best what is this this? where am Um, i confusedly Ah. yours miffed by a rose Miffed by a rose because they are oh my god i don't even know what the question is like but i do it's like why the fuck would someone do this and how can I make sure it never happens again? Um, Mm -hmm. But you know what I think the move is? What's the move? The move is you leave out a bucket of soap, some some sponges. Like, Uh it sounds like, you're not the tidiest people. I'm right there with you. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. So you think the move is to, like, put out a shovel for the dog poop with a note on it that says, thank you, in cursive. Yeah, maybe leave a lawnmower. It sounds like their, like, front lawn is not in the best shape either. I don't know. I might leave some mulch some mm-hmm. instructions yeah. on like yeah. what kind of gardening you'd like done little note you know we noticed you tidied up in the past it looks like you might be looking for an activity oh my god your lawn is gonna look gorgeous by the end of this it's gonna I be can't really wait. good yeah yeah 
Yeah. Oh, congratulations for finding but, yourself a but, but, free but, cleaner. But do, because it, this person's made it clear that they don't respect your boundaries, please lock your door and your windows. Oh, my goodness. Please yeah. keep it locked up. I'm curious if you've, it sounds like you're on good terms with your neighbors. I don't know if your neighbors are home all the time or like, I, I just would, if there are people in the neighborhood you're on good terms with, yeah. I would ask. Yeah. Like the curiosity of this would be too great for me not oh, yeah. to be like pulling the neighbors. I do. I can say I have so many updates to this story <gasps> because I'm just like privy to them. Um, oh my God. You yeah. spoke with Myth by a Rose. I did. I spoke with Myth by a Rose. I have some insights here. Okay. Okay. First Hit me. step one, Myth by a Rose got on next door. Put out the call. We saw this thing happen. Does anyone have any idea? It felt super violating to us. Would just love, like, because we're honestly a little little afraid and worried. Mm -hmm. Like, does anyone have any information? Okay. Okay. People, for the most part, were like, well, it sounds like you keep a messy yard. I bet (gasps) a neighbor did it to, you know, clean up that eyesore. And they were like, wow, next door, just as shitty as I expected. Um, (laughs) So it's just like so, yeah. so, so passive-aggressively oh, judgmental. You're yeah, I like, think, I get it. We're messy. Why did somebody off. come on our to property? To our property, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, someone said, okay, I think this is what it was. It was like the initial consensus was like, I think your landlord was like, we're done with this now and like came and did it for you. And they said, and they very gracefully said, we're on great terms with our landlord and our landlord respects our boundaries. They often <laughs> give us a day's warning before they come visit us. Um, so mm, they were like, we know it's not so their nice. great. Yeah, they were like, we love our landlord and we know it's not them still we're a little concerned did anybody see what happened here people kind of backed off after that like they were like i see what you're saying okay um and then they did get in touch with their like more direct neighbor who saw the person it was (gasps) a woman um they brought that person a bottle of water because it's they live in a hot place and so that neighbor, <laughs> the neighbor was like, went over to <laughs> yeah. Miffed by a Rose's property yep. and was like, hello, stranger. I see you tidying up our neighbor's yard. It's a hundred and ten yeah. degrees out. The neighbor assumed they didn't have to ask. They just mm-hmm. brought them a bottle of water to be like, oh, that's so nice you're doing God, that. I Here's love a this bottle neighbor. of water. Yeah. And oh, then, my goodness. Okay. So then like they spoke with Miffed by a Rose and they kind of cleared that up. And now the sort of, now the neighbor is like, oh, you know what? Now I kind of do recall. I think the person who came by had a relationship with the previous tenant and possibly thought that mm, mm, that person okay. still lived there um, and was like making a little like pandemic visit, like a little socially distanced, uh, like friend okay. visit. And so we feel okay. a lot less disturbed. Currently, but they did run this whole gamut of emotions between like everyone in next door just sort of jumping down their throats and being like, you're garbage. And then being like, no, we said we felt violated. Can you really not imagine? And then and then even after they said like, no, our landlord wouldn't do that. And also like we still feel a little concerned, like someone did still get on just be like a gift is a gift. You should accept it. Fuck that person on next door, right? Just enjoy like, this cyanide laced bottle of Merlot. <laughs> a gift is, is a, a gift. gift. Accept, Accept it. it. <laughs> also, drink it in front of me. Drink it in front of me. Drink I it so see I see it. you I drink see it. it. Yeah. Do you know that one time I was sitting on my parents' front porch with my mom, a woman walked by, she regarded our lawn, Mm -hmm. she looked at the lawn, she looked at Mm -hmm. the house, she said, this house looks so much better now than the (gasps) previous owners. You have done such a nice job. My mom said, we have lived here for 40 years. Oh (laughs) my God. 
the woman didn't <laughs> apologize or, or engage Nothing. more. Just kept walking. Turned away and kept walking. <laughs> oh my god. People get this panicky. Looks so People get much so better than the previous owners. <laughs> Us. Yeah. We're like, yeah, please bring by cookies. Welcome to the neighborhood indeed. Yeah, we welcome we, jelly molds. We, we, um, love a, you know, we love a chocolate chip cookie. And if it's going to be a wine, make it biodynamic. Thanks. Thank you. See you soon. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it was so good. Oh, well, I'm really happy Miffed by Rose got to the bottom. Well, we're this. not sure, but like we're pretty I'm happy sure. Miffed we're by feeling Rose a little better. potentially yeah. alleviated some of the stress that they felt surrounding well, this. Because yeah, it's, it's a good, definitely uncomfortable. It's a good lesson it's like most for the most part people aren't out there to creep you for the most part mm-hmm. people like that when you like understand their motives they make more sense than what you jump to the conclusion of generally well, right like i guess the the best thing to do when thinking about neighbors is to assume they're not serial killers but passive aggressive assholes right <laughs> that feels so good about themselves for what they did so wrap that mattress up <laughs> Keep that mattress cover on, my friend. So if we've learned anything from the arc of this storytelling session, it's that, yeah, your neighbors are going to judge you. So you got options. You got options. Wrap that mattress and, you know. Leave your cleaning supplies out on your porch with a little note that says, thank you. Thank you. So I had a dream about Boston last night. I had a dream I was there. I had a dream I rented... A place for the weekend. I've been looking at a lot of pictures of the block where Amelia Earhart used to work. And I think it was like that block, you know, like it was. I'm um, sorry, Amelia Earhart used to work in Boston? Yeah, she, her sister had relocated out there. And when her parents divorced, she like drove her mom across the country to go live with her sister. And then she just, she went back down to New York, but like just couldn't kind of figure it out. So she moved back in with her mother, her sister and her mom. And she worked at one of those like old social work houses, like a a house for Mm -hmm. immigrants and stuff. And she had this car at the time, this like yellow roadster. So like picture just like a tiny little like two-seater that's like long like a sausage that's like canary yellow you know those Ugh. kind of where you just sit in a little bubble but then yep. like the nose of it is so long yep. so she had she had one of those that was canary yellow and she would just like cruise around boston in her leather jacket and her canary yellow roadster oh and God. then i'm looking at a picture of her with it she looks so great she looks so good and then also she like sort of like would volunteer part-time at the small 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 airport and she would like yeah, just like she I remember one time she like dropped flyers for an event at the Denison house, that social work house, like they were having like a fucking spaghetti feed or something. You know what I mean? Like just like some <laughs> event and she like took an airplane up and dropped flyers for it from the gr- from the air oh and then God. she was like written up in the paper cuz they were like a woman flew an airplane. Just so good. <laughs> she is so great. I love this. Why do you like her? I like her so much. I like, I've liked her since I was 19. I think I've liked her before I knew why, but like sort of after, in time, it's this confluence of um, like sort of a bisexuality that was sort of like ill, like sort of like ill-defined or something, you know, Mm, like what I mean? mm. She had a, and she, and she had a really, she had a marriage and her marriage was great, but it was also like very strange. Like it, like when they got married, she wrote him this letter that was like, let's not hold each other to, she said, a medieval code of faithfulness. Um, But let's also like not let anybody else know our business. Like, let's just work it out. Like, let's Mm -hmm. sort of like define what marriage can be for us and like everyone else can fuck off. Um, Wow. 
And so it's like the combination of like that and her ambition. And like, it also seems like she would kind of get caught up in the capitalism of it all. Like she like would kind of get distracted and like make a fashion line and then be like, wait a minute, I started doing stuff like this just to pay for my flying. Why (gasps) did I get sidetracked? I love her. This is wonderful. Yeah, like she would just like get sidetracked in these ways that feel so real to me. Like you think of like flying as being her art, you know, it's like that like weird line of like, well, I'm going to have to pay for this. It's expensive. But like, I don't love that I have to pay for it. But then like you'd get too, she'd get too sucked into the media of it all. She would get too sucked into the fan. And then she'd be like, oh, never mind. And then she'd like quit all that stuff and spend a year just breaking records. And like, that's sort of how her career went, like in these weird fits and starts. Is there any other old timey female celebrity that you follow as? uh, No. Oh my God. This is news to me. This is shocking. Oh my Shocking. god! Yeah. yeah, yeah. I am like maybe one of the world's top experts on Amelia Earhart. Like I'm like among the top the top twenty most knowledgeable people. Oh my god! This is like finding Earhart. out that your friend has like an extensive collection of vintage Guinness posters that are all valued at over a hundred thousand dollars each. Yeah, like, except this this information that I have about Amelia Earhart is easy and free to come by and not and it's, monetizable. It's, it's valued at zero dollars. But I love. But yeah, it's like that it's there's so many layers to her that come together in a way that I personally identify with. And I think like it's hard you I'm sure you feel this way. Like sometimes it's hard to find sort of like mentors or ancestors or like people that feel like you relate to their life. I I do not. That's never been something I've searched for. And it has never been something like perhaps if I searched more readily, but but it has never been something that I felt. Mm. Although I guess we actually probably do that culturally a bit with television and film. But there but there's never been any desire or feeling of sort of like I connect with this historical figure on a grander life trajectory or scheme. I mean, I think it happened like I I started getting obsessed with her right around the time that I was accepting that I was bisexual and was Mm -hmm. like starting to not just have crushes on people, but starting to like, you know, hook up with people and mess around. And um, and I think I was like, because I'm I'm just someone who's attracted to people and not bodies like I don't like walk around the world and I'm like you're hot but I'll like be in a relationship with someone like whether we're like working on a project together or whether like they're a friend of a friend I'll just like find Mm -hmm. myself in these situations where I like crush on that person so Mm. it was hard for me to like be like but am I bi or do I just like some people you know sure because I wasn't walking around being like those chicks are hot but I also don't walk around being like those dudes are hot like I don't that's not how I that's not my sexuality it's like not what it is yeah, people are gross. And people are, yeah, exactly. I'm just like, ew, pro- until you prove to me otherwise, don't fucking touch me. Yeah. Like, I don't want anything gross. to do with you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I, it's like, I think it was at that time that I was kind of like, what am, what is my sexuality? Like, I don't see it readily. It doesn't seem to me to be, it didn't seem to me at the time in 2007 or whatever to be very, um, it wasn't very visible. I was questioning and I, mm. and, you know, you just look for, you just like look around to be like, am I, do I have a weird new sexuality or am I just, do I not of see it course. yet, right? I am yeah. just so impressed that <laughs> while you were looking around, you weren't like, oh, this television show with a queer character on oh, it. But you I were... was in college and I wasn't watching TV. Like how much TV did you watch in college? Much? Probably. Yeah, I didn't read. 
Well, in any case, how many, how many in 2007, how many bisexual characters were there? How many ace characters were there? I mean, None, like, even for if you sure. Look, I totally right? like, hear it. I love that you're <laughs> like, I looked around and then I looked around a little bit more and then I turned on the TV and then I turned it off and then I found Amelia Earhart. Like, <laughs> exactly, I just yeah. like that you found her. Yeah. Like, it just, to, in my head, it's so improbable. But maybe to you, you're like, of course I would have found a historical figure with whom to relate <laughs> well, to. She's a big one. She's sort of like when we think about feminism, like she's sort of one of the like handful of, you know what I mean? Like we're like Susan B. Anthony, Amelia Earhart. This has been Dear So-and-So. You can find all of our episodes and submit your own questions at dearsoandso.pizza. We have so, 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 so deeply loved hearing from you. Keep them coming. Our theme music is by the incomparable Busy Hemphill. And as always, I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. Thank you. Bye.